Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. We live. All right, what's going on, Poke Tower? It is episode 86. Welcome back, everyone. Hello, it is No Gimmicks and Gengar Greasy. You guys already know if you're returning, and if you're not, we are collecting podcasts here for all your needs. Uh, we cover everything from Digimon to Dragon Ball to Yu-Gi-Oh! Any TCG that interests us, we're going to cover it, and you can find it here. Um, if you haven't yet, please rate and review our podcast. It always helps out. Um, and if you haven't, share it with a friend that may like uh, anything that's collecting, from Funko Pops to action figures to anything it is, uh, send this podcast their way. I'm sure they could find some value, something they might they might like in it. Um, but other than that, new episode, a uh, few new things to cover. There's new stuff every week. So if you guys are just now tuning in, please listen to all the rest of the episodes. Keep following on with all of our new material that we got because it's something new every single week. And uh, we cover basically anything that we like. And we have a massive Discord and a good community full of people in the Discord. So if you want to join, please do so. That descri- that link is going to be in the description down below. Uh, leave a comment, like, follow. Uh, that'd be dope. All the, uh, what's that called? All of our tags are down below in the yeah, border of our video. So there you go. Go follow us, guys. <clears throat> go show us some love. Uh, this is episode eighty-six. What yes. Got? What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to episode eighty-six of the Poke Tower Podcast. Uh, we got Devin in the seat again this week, so it should be a awesome episode uh, with some new and fresh stuff. We got a special live audience tonight. We'll say what's up to everyone. We got yo, yo, yo. Uh, Josh, Ivan, Chris, Eddie. What's up, guys? Alexio. We'll have a couple more people come in as the show goes on, but um, we're going to start this off tonight uh, with our normal stuff. Uh, we've been covering the uh, po- every Pokemon booster expansion since the beginning, so that's been real fun to do. Uh, Sean, what's up? <clears throat> yo, yo. Yep, episode 86. Absolutely nuts. Uh, I'm so long in the chat with you guys, but uh, if I have my phone too close to my mic, it starts making a da-da-da sound, so not this time. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, uh, the box break last week was a lot of fun. We did Rugrats and we did uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Ghost from the Past 2. We didn't get a Ghost Rare, but we did pull a handful of chase cards from Rugrats. So it was a super rewarding yeah, night. Rugrats, the Rugrats look sick. The Rugrats looked like it was a big big deal. It was. and it was a serial card, right? Like a card that had a serial number on it? Yeah. We pulled a couple cards that were out of 6,000 as well. We pulled like three or four of them. Um, the other thing too is... Everyone got everyone who participated in the box break got a free pack of Ghosts from the Past too. So there's a chance that we still have a Ghost Rare floating around. You guys should be getting those packages in the mail this week. We'd love to see you guys open them up and see. Maybe we'll maybe we have a ghost in there. That would be great. Hey, sick. <clears throat> All right, guys. Without further ado, episode 86 on the way. Let's start off with our Pokemon this week. Here we go. Who's that Pokemon? So as you guys know, we've been covering every Pokemon Booster expansion from the beginning. Last week, we did Fossil. This week, we are setting it off with Pokemon Base Set 2. What's up, Table of Madness? Yo, yo. All right, guys. We need de- we need a no gimmicks box break soon. We do. <laughs> All right. Here we go, guys. We're going we're gonna to cover every Pokemon Booster starting with uh, Base Set 2 two today all right if you missed the other sets just go to our previous episodes this is going to keep going 
until we catch up to Sword and Shield and possibly by the time we're done, there might even be a newer expansion. Um, it just depends. Um, a lot of people thought that Rocket came out before Base Set 2, but Base Set 2 actually dropped after Fossil. And then so next week we'll be covering Rocket. All right. Base Set 2, let's check it out. I was one of those people. Yeah. A lot of stuff here. Um, <laughs> first thing is we'll take a look at the prices. These are not first edition prices, so these you can just omit that part. Um, this is gonna be hard for you to read, so I'll read it to you. Um, we got the Charizard at top at the top at two twenty one. You got Blastoise at seventy nine, seventy eight. I can't I can't even read that. It's so small. Um, you got Venusaur next, and what was interesting about this. Is remember we covered base set a few weeks ago and it was Charizard, Blastoise, Venusaur, Raichu. Uh, in this case, Mewtwo takes that fourth place spot. Raichu's after him, uh, which is weird, right? Because you'd think it would have been the same lineup, it's the same cards, but it, it's not. Um, and the the price is is you know hardly noticeable, but we can say that Mewtwo Mewtwo is more expensive in the set, huh? Does it say Pidgeot? Yeah, Pidgeot. Alex, this is because there's reprints. You're gonna have reprints from, uh, <clears throat> from Jungle, Fossil, so you and um, Base. So you're gonna have a you know a handful of stuff in here. Um, you got Pidgeot, Alakazam, Gyarados, Scyther, Nidoqueen, which is weird because when we looked at Jungle uh, just two weeks ago, Nidoqueen was towards the bottom of the barrel. But here they're kind of in the middle. Uh, Nido King, which is behind Nido Queen, I thought that was interesting. You got Zapdos, Ninetales, Hitmonchan, who was bottom of the barrel for base, uh, but he does better than Clefable, Chansey, Magneton, Polyrath, Clefairy, and Wigglytuff. That's the whole list. Um, so there you guys go. Just a quick uh, look through here. We're gonna check out the PSA pops and go obviously dig into this. Um, but just a quick overview there. Nothing really surprising except for that Mewtwo. Because I, I want to say when we covered base set, he was he was a little lower. I want to say that Alakazam was even higher than him. Pretty sure. I'm not positive. But we'll have to go back a few episodes, but I, I'm almost positive. All right. So now looking at the PSA pops, which was stunning. I didn't realize they were as low as they were. Here you guys go. Charizard's got 59 10s. 923 nines and 1,575 eights, which these are all significantly lower than the base Zard. Blastoise, you got 44 tens, 657 nines, and 834 eights. Right there, right there in its in its own, I would I would be, you know, trying to get PSA eight and nine Blastoise for base set two. Just because the percentages are so much lower. Than Charizard. Obviously, Charizard is going to be the the pricier, the more desired Pokemon. But when it's like almost three hundred less for uh, three hundred less in population for that nine, and he's the second best card, I think you put yourself in a good position to gain value in the future. Uh, Venusaur eighty three tens, which is nuts. I mean, that's double almost what Blastoise has seven hundred seventy five nines and seven hundred and seventy eights. Mewtwo, 6910s, 449s, 329.8s. Raichu, 
27 tens, 239 nines, and 355 eights. So kind of similar numbers for the top uh, five cards here. Except for Raichu. Raichu is significantly lower than the other guys. And we kind of saw the same trend when we looked at base. So remember, we looked at base. It was Charizard, Blastoise, Venusaur. Um, I want to say it was Alakazam in that spot. And then it was Raichu, something like that. We were like, dang, Raichu's really low compared to these other guys. Same trend here. So take that for whatever it is. Um, you can twist and you can twist and turn this any way you want. You could say, oh, it's because nobody cares about them. Or you could say, oh, no, it's because they don't pull them. Or, oh, no, that card, you know, <laughs> is more rare. There's so many different ways you can twist and manipulate that information. We're just putting it out there so that you can, you know, hopefully, hopefully dial in and prioritize what you're trying to buy. That's all there is to it. Arturo, what's up? Yo. Huh? The yo. Oh, okay. So now going on to the next set here, you got Pidgeot with 19 tens, which is crazy. That is crazy, that is crazy low. That's low. Stupid low. He's probably really hard to grade. And that's what you would think. Oh, he's really hard to grade because he's the he's the colorless energy. He's normal, normal type. Uh, he's got that silver foil kind of look that's really hard to grade. You would think that, but then when you look at the nine and the the PSA 9 and the PSA 8 pops, those are also low at 217 and 323. That, that barely competes with the Raichu. But you'll see with other cards, they have higher pops. So it's just, it's weird that the price doesn't always match up with the PSA pops. And that's, that's, why, I, that's why I show you this first. Because it's like, well, if he's more expensive, you would think more people would be grading him on this side. And that's not always the case. So you just got to, Take what you can and, you know, use it to your advantage. Uh, Alakazam, 54 tens, 446 nines, 414 eights. Again, that surpasses Pidgeot. So, in a sense, you could say, well, Alakazam is, you know, not as rare as Pidgeot. And you could you could make an argument for that. You could say, oh, he wasn't printed as much. You know, there's all kinds of funny stuff you could do. Um, you could say that Alakazam is more sought after, which is why more people grade it. But then you go back here and you say, well, why is he cheaper then? There's lots of different ways you can you can look at this. Uh, Gyarados, 73 tens, 441 nines, 325 eights. Scyther, 30 tens. That's pretty darn low compared to the rest of the guys on here. 321 nines and 400 eights. You know, and <clears throat> this might be, remember last week, yeah, was it last week? Yeah, last week we were looking at Fossil, and we found those PSA 10 Haunters. PSA 10 Haunter Hollows were going for 400 bucks. I was like, what? Yeah, so, that's crazy. But there was like, there's only like 60 PSA 10s. There's only 60 in the world. So I was like, oh my gosh. You might want to look at some PSA 10s on eBay, and there might you might be surprised at how cheap they are. You might be surprised at how expensive they are. It's really odd that the sets aren't congruent. You know what I mean? Uh, fossil PSA 10s go for way less than base, but it might be more expensive, you know, than jungle, which is older. <laughs> you can't, you got you to gotta look at these sets for what they are. You can't really compare them to each other because they're so unique. Needle Queen, PSA 10, 21. Uh... 266 nines, 287 eights. So all these guys are significantly lower than your top five here. 
Um, with with Alakazam though carrying, like he's he's got a much higher graded population, which is it's just weird, right? I don't know what to think of that information. Next, uh, I think we have two more sheets. There was a lot of hollows in this set, right? Because you got, I mean, you got here five, ten, fifteen right here. Um, Nido King, you got eighteen tens, crazy low, <laughs> crazy low. That might be a good one to look for because why would you want to look for a PC ten? It's too expensive. Well, if you're looking at this, he's at the middle of the line here on the the price guide for TCG player, which isn't you know 100% accurate, but it's a good marker, right? So you can kind of assume you might find one that's undervalued. If there's only 18 in the world, so good luck finding one. But when you find one, you might be like, "That's not as bad as I thought it was going to be." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, not as expensive as I thought. Is pretty big of a a picture on that hollow. Yeah. So in terms of like scratches on the hollow and stuff like that, surface, mm -hmm. you get shot at getting a ten. Yeah. I mean, if you can really eyeball. Yeah. As compared to like a, like I don't know. Scyther. Scyther was pretty small. And then there's a lot of hollow. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of space on that Scyther to get graded. Yep. Um, so you got 368 nines and 528s for the Nido King. Zapdos. Jeez. 94. Look at that. Nine Sorry. What's up? Look at the nine tails in the. <laughs> yeah, right? So Zapdos, uh, 94 tens, 571 nines, 523.8s. And a. Again, he's high. That's more graded ones than the Nido King. That's actually more graded than these other ones. Yeah. But it's technically, more graded than the beginning ones too. Yeah. The like first five. Right. So people are just in that. That you might be like, well, why? Why are we seeing more of these guys? These lower end Pokemon. Huh? Big picture too. What? The nine tails is a big picture. So get it. Oh yeah. On the surface. Yeah, and there's a lot of nine tails. Look at that. 130 tens. 130 tens. Uh 749 nines for nine tails. 547 eights. Um it's crazy that the cheaper Pokemon, according to TCG player, have higher populations. This was kind of a weird one for me to wrap my head around. Um Hitmonchan, 63 tens. 514 nines, 543 eights. And this next one on Clefable is nuts. Because... That's crazy. Yeah, same thing. Cheaper cards are higher in pop. Yeah. What the hell? The other thing, too, is this is one of those colorless energies. They're supposed to be harder to grade because that silver foil... Oh, my God, it's hard. He has 175 tens, which smokes every single one here. So what's up with that? 1,001 nines. <laughs> Why? Why were we grading this card? It. I, I don't get it. This is a weird one. PSA eight seven hundred sixty six. Very high, not very high. Higher pops than anything else in this set so far. And then the last page, you got your dud page back here. Everyone's favorites, right? Chansey, 22 tens, 233 nines, 489 nines. Um, you got Magneton. Really interesting because remember when we looked at base set, he had a lot more tens graded because the theory is, well, electronic or electric Pokemon are easier to grade. It's because it got the yellow on the yellow and blah, blah, blah. All this, you know, stuff, right? 
So that was another thing to, um, hold on. Yeah, there we go. That was another thing to just kind of look at. Like, wow, these, these pops are low. And maybe it's just because base set two hasn't arrived yet. I know we talk about it a lot. I know people talk about it a lot, but it may not have arrived yet. And maybe, maybe there's going to be a time where there's a huge influx of this stuff being graded. <clears throat> you got Polyrath. Uh, he's got the higher pops on this page. Uh, 78 tens, 562 nines, 458 tens for Ch- uh, Clefairy, 237 nines and eight, 386 eights. And then, yeah, the Wigglytuff is crazy. The Wigglytuff has nine PSA tens. Nine in the world. That's absolutely nuts. You got 221 nines and then 468s. And for once, I don't know what to think of this information. <clears throat> I really don't. It's like this is one of the few times where I'm like, I don't get it. You know, I, I'm trying to. You, I'd have to go back and look at this information again and, tr- and try to figure out what's going on. Another thing that might help, too, is actually looking at the PSA sold prices and not the uh, raw sold prices that you see on TCG player. That could be that could be a missing piece of the puzzle. But in terms of like popularity, you know these uh, these base set PSA eight, nine and ten go for base set two. Um, I know that you can get a PSA eight Charizard for like less than five hundred. We, we we it was in the there's top heavy, five. It's heavy pack. It's heavy packs of base set two on eBay. There's some people like two fifty. Heavy. Yeah, heavy. Huh. I mean, if you want to gamble, three hundred. Well, fifty. I know if you want to gamble, but I'm saying like, even for some of these guys that are low pop, like say you were to get yourself, you land yourself a Raichu in your heavy pack. You don't get the Charizard. You don't get the Blastoise. You don't get the Venusaur. It's still a heavy pack. You might have a really good shot at getting a you know, a low pop nine, eight or 10 even. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's one of your better shots at getting a higher grade. Better shot, right. I wonder um, what booster boxes were probably like 10. Booster 10. boxes. Yeah. I think, I think they're closer to 15 now, maybe, maybe under 14, like around that range. Um, but I actually really enjoy in terms of keeping sealed booster packs, even though I don't have any, I don't have any for base set two. Those are some of my favorite artworks on the packs with the Gyarados because it's yellow. Yeah, um, I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them, but they're pretty cool. They have you got Mewtwo on, on the box. The yeah, uh, you got Pidgeot on another. It's just they. It was a really good selection of Pokemon, and then for some reason the yellow pack, like, and then the blue pack, they really pop like that light blue color. I don't know what it is, but yeah. Um, there you guys go. That's base set two. Uh, a lot of you probably didn't know that this came out before Rocket. Uh, which we'll cover next week. And uh, that is it for Pokemon this week. If you guys got any questions, you can always um, ask in the live chat. We can we can hash it out while we're talking about other stuff. Um, and that's it. I don't have anything else. You got anything? Nope, I like that. that All right, great. cool. Pretty interesting. Let's get into some Digimon this week. Here we go. Digimon. Digimon. Digimon Digidestin segment. This is everything you need to know about Digimon. We cover vintage and modern, um, all kinds of stuff that's coming out. So today, we're actually talking about the new video game, Digimon Survive. A lot of hype around this game, but what we found out 
is that there's actually promo cards with this game. Now, if you don't know anything about Digimon and promo cards and video games, that is that is some rich history in Digimon. They that's like a tradition for them to put cards inside video games. So whether these cards are worth a damn or not, there's I'm really happy that they kind of paid tribute to their their old roots, right? That's what they used to do. They put cards in video games all the time. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and check that out today. How does this Digimon survive? Is it what? like what's up? It's like you roll around with your Digimon, you you evolve them and stuff. <clears throat> uh, I'm not exactly sure. Hmm. I want to say it's kind of like RPG based, but um, I haven't put a lot of. I'm just gonna buy it when it comes out. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I haven't even done any research. I'll just buy it and I'll play it. Yeah, it looks tight. So here we go. Uh, this article is from Ludkins Media. That's one of our favorite Digimon sources. And the Digimon card game, Digimon Survive promo cards. This came out yesterday, 30th of May. So, a new trailer for the upcoming Digimon Survive video game has dropped, along with three promo cards coming with the Digimon Survive release commemorative promotion pack. This special pack will be available in Japan with the English counterpart yet to be revealed. These boxes will be available to those who pre-order the game and will be limited in number. So, to get these commemorative packs, you're either going to have to buy the Japanese game or you're going to have to wait till one pops up on eBay. And I'm I'm going for the latter there. I'll probably just wait till something pops up on eBay. And I'll get it then. Uh, at least for the Japanese ones because there's no promise that we get an English version of this. You know, America's English is... The English game is sometimes cheap. They might be like, hey, you're not getting no promo cards. It's only in Japan, which, again, if, if that happens, if something like that happens, it actually adds more value to the Japanese promos. Because it's like, yeah, these were a regional release. They only released for the Japan video game. They didn't come out with the English video game. Stuff like that can exist. I don't know what we're going to get, but um, these are coming out in Japan. So these are the three promo cards. They're not too crazy right they're not nothing to write home about but if you wanted to get something early you might as well get it when it first comes out you know because uh it's just one of those things you might just like how we look at the other digimon cards that came out with video games like man i wish i would have just kept mine i wish i would have just bought it when it came out because now i gotta pay a hundred bucks for it you know stuff like that yeah so the three promo cards coming with the digimon survivor lease commemorative promotion pack will be Agumon, Labramon, and Falcomon with their tamers from Survive. Okay? And then it tells their effects here. Here we go. Digimon Survive will begin with a group of classmates going on a historical study trip during spring break. During this trip, some of the students will cross an ancient temple where they discover a friendly Koromon. Unfortunately, some not-so-friendly Digimon also turn up and begin attacking others, at this point, they realize they have inadvertently entered a new world full of digital monsters. And that's kind of what the game looks like right here. Um, it looks like it's, uh, what's it called? Huh? Like game board based, kind of. Looks kind of game board based. Like it's got you got squares that you can kind of hop to. Uh, the choices a player makes within Digimon Survive will affect the gameplay, which will lead to multiple endings depending on your decisions. Not only does this game sport some stunning graphics designed in 2D anime classic uh, SRPG style, but also has an incredible soundtrack. Okay. There you guys go. 
Overall, the game will include 100 Digimon spanning several eras of the Digimon franchise. And then they just go on to talk about it's unknown what promos we're going to get in English, although it's likely that it will be through a similar pre-release promotion. So be on the lookout for that pre-release stuff. And there you guys go. <clears throat> What's up, Jake? Yep, you just dropped in. We just finished up some Digimon Yo, promotion cards from a video game. Classic Digimon right there. Let's throw some cards in the video game. <laughs> there you guys go. That's it for Digimon this week. Short and sweet. Uh, you got anything on that one? Nope. I'm excited for the game. All right. I don't like the promos, but I'm excited for the game. Here we go. Let's get into some Yu-Gi-Oh this week. Now, Heart of the Cards is our segment uh, regarding everything Yu-Gi-Oh! And before I knew Devin was going to be on the show today, I made a little bit on Heart of the Cards. Uh, so we'll go ahead and talk about that, and then we'll get into Kaiba Corp. We're going to do a little reprint refresher. So, uh, we have a handful of collectors. What console would the video game come in? Um, Art, I believe it's going to come out on Switch for sure. Yeah, uh, it's going to come out on Switch. Uh, I want to say PS4, but that's just because I saw it there. But I know it's coming out on the Switch for sure. Um, <clears throat> okay, so reprint refresher. We have a lot of guys in the Discord that, that collect Yu-Gi-Oh! And whether it's by accident or it's intentional, sometimes we get reprint cards. Sometimes we buy legitimate original print Yu-Gi-Oh! And we're like thrilled. You know, we're like, hey, you know, you got the real one, right? And you're like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, that's the real print. You you didn't buy a reprint one that came from these new packs. And they're like, are you serious? And they're thrilled. And I always share this link. I'm like, hey, and I'll tag everyone. Hey, if you're into Yu-Gi-Oh, you might want to read this through. Um, so we do this refresher every few months, basically. <laughs> every few months, we're going to talk about this because we get new people Who in the Discord. Got? What's up? Who got got? I don't think anyone got got. Well, you got got recently in the Discord or what? No, I I, I know. Um, <laughs> no, I want to say just a few weeks ago, Alexio actually bought an original Red Eyes Black Dragon, and he got it. He got it for like reprint price though, and I was like, oh my gosh, what? That's yeah, sick. he got an original Red Eyes Black Dragon, and it was it was like on Mercari. He got like a it was a PSA eight, and I was like, dude, that looks like. And the it was funny because I was looking at the color, and the foil. And I was like, that looks like an old Yu-Gi-Oh card. I was like, do you know if that's a reprint or not? And before he could answer me, I just zoomed in and checked real quick. And I was like, oh, crap, this is the real deal. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, you got, you paid the price of a reprint for a legit PSA 8. <laughs> I was like, you already have nice. money in your pocket. <laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and, uh, t and a, lot of, a lot of people get interest in this. They're like, crap, I didn't know. I didn't know any better. So this will help you out when you're buying cards. It's pretty easy to tell. This link here is an old forum that I always go back <laughs> back to. Uh, I have it saved on my phone, and I would suggest you guys save it on your phone too. I, I think I have it pinned in the Discord, um, but I will I will tag everyone with this link and say, hey, you need to save this. Uh, but this is how to differentiate reprints from OGs. Um, one of the most common ones is Blue Eyes White Dragon. So someone could pull a blue eyes white dragon from from you know the reprint packs and post it as a real one or try to get you know original blue eyes white dragon money. 
Now on this one, you can see the OG is on top. That's the original print. And then I'm if you say, look, thank God, because look at that, look at that fingerprint. Look at those two fingerprints on that bottom one. <clears throat> yeah, there's a massive fingerprint. Jeez. Yeah. And then you have the reprint on the bottom. Now I want you to pay attention right here. You see this gap right here where my mouse is? Look at this period and where this ends. Then look at this period and look at this gap right here. You see the difference? So this period is not fitting uh, in this you, gap. You need, you need to scroll up. You got to scroll up a little bit. Oh, here you go. You see few right here and you see few right here. But when you look at few right here, the period does not line up with that gap. And this is one of the few signs that you can say, hey, this, that's a reprint. You know what I mean? Versus the OG, the period ends right in that gap. That's one of the few ways to tell. Obviously, if you have first edition, first edition is real is going to be original no matter what. But when you look at unlimited first print versus unlimited like thousand print, they do have differences. Stuff like this. And that may not mean anything to you, but legitimate Yu-Gi-Oh collectors will call you out on that. If your PSA slabs are are mislabeled and they're like, "Bro, that's a reprint. You're asking for too much." They will they will let you know. Um they also won't buy anything off you because they're like those that's not the real thing. So that's one example. You got the Dark Magician. This one's this one's uh a little bit harder to tell. But on the OG, you need to pay attention right here. This area right here where wizard ends, okay? So right here, you can see the D lands within this uh not parentheses, right? It's uh like a bracket. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. Lands within it. On the reprint, the D lands just on it or outside of it. You can see that right there. And that's a very subtle difference, right? You wouldn't notice that when you're looking at a card unless you, you it's not the first thing you look for unless you're trained. Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at Yu-Gi-Oh cards too, the color, like, yeah, big, there's a big difference. And like, older ones are more yellowish. Yeah, the faded look, paper. yeah. Yeah, and then the newer ones are kind of orangish, amber, like brown. And that's that does help, but <clears throat> remember, there's there's it all. Hard. It can still be hard. Yeah, there's there are multiple various prints of Yu-Gi-Oh, and you can still get fooled by a faded look, right? There are modern cards that have a faded look, and a lot of collectors, you you can get a premium for. Let's say you find a. A Dark Magician, that's legit. The D lands within the parentheses here. If it's faded, basically this color right here would be even more dull. And then you could actually fetch a premium for that. There are collectors that say, I want faded cards. And it's not something that you can do artificially. It's just the way they're printed. You could try. I mean, you could leave them out in the sun, but you'll probably wreck your card. So I would not advise doing that. What's up? I think I have one, right? Yeah, I gave you one. I think I traded you one. One. Yep. Tony, what's up? All right. So there's the yes, Dark Magician. Um, Let's do one more. This was the 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 Red Eyes Black Dragon that uh, we shared with Alexio. Um. So the OG, this one I have to, I always have to look this one up. I believe it's the D. Yeah. Okay. The D on Dragon right here where my mouse is lands underneath the N on the OG. Excuse me. When you look at the D on the reprint, it lands after the N oh, wow. in between here. 
So those are those are little things, and they have it for. I mean, look, you got Exodia, you got Chaos Emperor Dragon. We all know about this one. <laughs> there was a guy on TikTok that was trying to flex his PSA nine. <laughs> Chaos Emperor Dragon reprint. We knew it was a reprint because the text box is completely full. Where the original, it doesn't fill out all the way. But uh, yeah, we the, the we original had a, is a special summon, and a, I think the reprints a normal summon or something yep, like that too. Yep. We had someone oh, flexing so that though. This card can only be special summoned by removing this one. This card cannot be normal summoner set. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And only only OGs know that stuff. You know what I mean? Like you, you can get got real quick. So <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a a big running joke for the longest time. I made a few videos on it, yeah. and it's just it was it. I I had I got a kick out of it. Um. Oh, what about Jinzo? I haven't ever seen Jinzo. You got Jinzo here. Um, four words on oh, the, the last remains. line. Remains. Yeah, you so remains. It ends at effect, and then the other one passes it. Yeah. So you're actually missing four words. Uh, there's longer text on the OG. Four words on the last line of the text for OG, while only two words on the reprint. So also oh, negated wow. two words. Cards are also negated four words at the end. So yeah, just more text here than this one. Oh wow! I didn't know that. That's tight. Yeah. And this—that's just a good, you know, review of all these different cards. Here's a new one right here. Also negated. That's new. That's cool. Um, and, you know, and some of this stuff's, like you know, cool. it's just useful, like right? Good. It's a great. And there's also, there's a YouTube video. I know, uh, Chris. Chris, when he got got, he went on YouTube and he studied like. There's like this hour long video where this guy covers every set and every reprint and he talks about every picture like under a micro microscope. Yeah. And he, he studied it. So if you ever need it, if you ever have any questions, you can just ask Chris. Chris, you can just ask Chris. He's an expert <laughs> subject matter expert. <laughs> <laughs> he got, he got wrecked. You guys remember I made a meme <laughs> for him. The guy with the, with the jacket and it's opening up and it says, y'all want some reprints? <laughs> oh man, he was so pumped when he got that Jinzo. Unfortunate way to be a subject matter expert. Hey, Very unfortunate way. Yeah, you get killed. You'll learn real quick. <laughs> that's that. It's serious. So, oh, that's funny. Hey, it is what it is. A valuable lesson. Yep, yep. And there you guys go. I'm gonna share this link in the Discord again so everyone has it. Uh, this is very useful stuff, though, right? Very useful. There you go. All right. That's cool. That's it for Heart of the Cards this week. Let's get into some Kaiba Corp. Here we go. Kaiba Corp. All right, guys. Let's talk Kaiba Corp. In the Kaiba Corp section, it is also Yu Gi Oh! Um, but we cover everything that is high class, things that would fit in Seto Kaiba's uh, briefcase. If you guys don't know, that's from the anime. He had the th- he had three uh, blue eyes in the, in the briefcase. So here we go. Let's cover the original artwork that we all know and love from the anime, the blue eyes that was in the suitcase. Um, let's find out which one stands the test of time and which one is the best to collect. So here we go. Uh, the first one up, the one that we all know is SDK001. Um, hold on, let me pull up my notes real quick off my phone because it's hard to see. Give me a minute, guys. Bear with me. Um, <clears throat> I still need one of these. Yeah, dude, these these cards are awesome. Um, here we are. All right, so the SDK, the one that we all know and love, 
first edition, um, the pop is going to be a 10 pop. There's 80. And uh, there's going to be 172 nine, PSA 9s. So, again, those numbers aren't terrible. Um, pretty close, though. I would say half the number of... There's obviously half the number of 10s and there are 9s. Uh, the Unlimited, which isn't really what we're focused on here. We're focused on the big, big tag cards, the first edition ones. And Unlimited, there is 80 tens and there is 357 nines so obviously a lot of people going for that um unlimited tag i think a lot of people probably sent in their reprints and they got tagged as uh unlimited so that's probably where that pop is being affected because psa just came out with that reprint label um and some of them were getting slipping through the cracks so i think maybe that's why that nine pop is so high in terms of in terms of unlimited um but first edition is definitely a lot different i don't know if you guys can can tell but here we go. The uh, first, there is no first edition Dark Duel stories. There is only one Dark Duel stories. Um, this one right here we've covered in the highest sale of the week before in Yu-Gi-Oh! So we do know that it is a banger of a card. It's, it's extremely expensive, and you guys can see the stats if you're watching the video format. Um, but here we go. A first edition PSA 10. Um, I'm sorry. The, the Dark Duel stories, 001 Blue Eyes, uh, the super expensive one. There is 152 tens. And 151 nines. So those pops are pretty similar, which is odd. Like spot on similar. Like they're almost equal to each other. But yeah, that's crazy. The prices of them, but the prices of them are crazy, crazy different. So a PSA 10 is going to run you about twelve thousand, eighteen thousand dollars, <throat> while a PSA 9 runs about forty-five to eighty-five hundred. So even though they have the same amount of pop, like the same pop, a 10 goes for way more. And this is tried and true, as we've seen it, I think twice in the highest sale of the week, this uh, Dark Duel Stories um, Blue Eyes. Now, the difference between these two is that the SDK one is ultra rare, and the Dark Duel Stories is a promo. They're both promos because one's from a starter deck. I guess you could say it's a promo. Um, but this Dark Duel Stories is a secret rare. So maybe more people like that that pop of the secret it rare. It could like be the just the look, foil. yeah. They like the font. <clears throat> um, and this looked more premium, more superior. Who knows? Um, but this next one up, this one right here is my personal favorite, and I also think the one that should be the top. Um, this is this is my sh- only my opinion. I want you guys. This is to the rookie card right here. Discord, all my Yu-Gi-Oh heads. Yeah, so this is the 1999 Japanese starter box uh, theatrical release. This is OCG. So we're doing OCG versus TCG here versus Blue Eyes, Blue Eyes, Blue Eyes. Um, so here we go. This one right here. There's only 15 tens, and there's 153 nines. So, again, to me, this pop right here seems a whole lot better. Now, getting a 10 from 1999 is going to be very, very hard. Do um, you have any 10s from 1999, Dan? Uh, shoot. I don't think so. No. So, again, pretty damn close. <laughs> getting a 10 from 1999 is going to be very, very hard uh, <clears throat> just because this is, like, right when Yu-Gi-Oh! Was, was coming out with everything, you know what I mean? Coming out hot with everything, so... This is Japanese. It was exclusive to over there. It's OCG. Um, it's super old. Not a lot of people took good care of them or placed them in like protective binders, cards, whatever, or card sleeves to keep them in this pristine condition. That's why there's 153 nines and only 15 tens. But to me, this is the superior card only because there's a BGS 9.5 out there. There's no PSA 10 that I could find for sale on eBay. No one's selling them. Huh? To, it is very yeah. No one's selling them. So that tells me something. There's there's these PSA 10. Dark Duel stories out there, and there's PSA 10 um, starter deck Kaibas out there, but there is no PSA 10 um, 1999 
Japanese Starbox the uh, theatrical release OCG card, even though you can find um, you can find uh, like raw raw cards of it for cheaper. You can find PSA sevens for cheaper. Like finding a PSA seven of the of the Dark Duel stories or like a um, a first edition starter deck, they're still going to run pretty high. But it seems like people who are selling these raw 1999 Japanese starter box. Yes, they're going to be beat up and they're going to be torn. But for Yu-Gi-Oh collector, um, I think this is probably the best one to get because I don't see unless you got the money. Unless you've got the money, I don't see you securing yourself a Dark Duel Stories as that ship has already sailed. If we're seeing it in the highest sale of the week, there's not very much you're going to be able to do to get your hands on one. Um, and started at Kaiba is just already a very overly populated card, I would say. Um, everyone knows about started at Kaiba. That's, all, that's the card that we all grew up on. Um, so if you're going to go for a blue eyes, white dragon, and you're a Yu-Gi-Oh head like myself, I think the 1999 Japanese starter box uh, OCG will probably stand the test of the time and make more sense in your collection. As Can you even find these things raw? Um, it's hard, but you can. <laughs> what are we, what are we paying? Like $2,000 for a raw one? Yeah, it's hard, but you can. And that's what I'm saying. If you're going to be paying, you know, $4,500 for a, you know, a nine in a dark dual stories. Hey, why not try to secure yourself a PSA seven PSA eight of the 1999, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's options. They're all super expensive. <laughs> they're not they're not something that you guys yeah this, oh, is, this is kind of a core watch this and buy no this yeah, is kind of core dude you, you're running around with the suitcase this is yeah this you're ain't, running around with the suitcase this ain't weenie hut juniors this is kind of corp yeah exactly so if you guys are gonna ask me i honestly love the uh the japanese star box the most it has the best look it has like that anime look to it <clears throat> it still has the anime artwork of the blue eyes that we've seen in the show um and i just think it's cool it's before all these guys i'll tell you that right now 2002 2002, yeah, 1999. This is, like Denny said, this is the rookie Blue Eyes White Dragon card. So yeah. I thought a lot of people might not know that. Um, for all the Yu-Gi-Oh heads that did, please have the conversation in the Discord about which one you think is the top tier Blue Eyes White Dragon. I'd take any of them, to, to be honest. If there was I like a too. raw one. I, I just found a raw <laughs> one, like ripped in half. It's like, well, that's what I'm getting. The starter <laughs> deck? The, star- <laughs> the starter deck one is sick because like his teeth, his nails and his eyes all have like this really crazy hollow, and you can kind of see it in the in the video format. Like it just pops, and like that's like nostalgia, like crazy. Like I remember I was looking at one of your cards, and I was like, "This doesn't look right. This this looks like the original Blue Eyes, but it doesn't look right." And you're like, "No, it's not because of this." I'm like, "Oh yeah." And I looked at a real one. And I was like, "Oh dude, look, the nails are different, and even the teeth and everything. Like it was, it's so like identifiable, you know, yeah. from being a kid." But uh, Dark Duel Stories, I don't think anyone had that. I mean, Dark Duel Stories, we all had, like, the Salamander Greatsword, you know, Acid Trap Hole. Um, yeah. Those other cards like that. None of us had this Blue Eyes from Dark Duel Stories, so I don't really think the nostalgia ties back to that. Yeah, it's a primo card. It's got a good price. looks great. Um, it blings like crazy. Um, but I don't think it beats a rookie 1999. So that's it for the Capricorn, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, please discuss in the court if you guys feel so uh, entitled to. Yep. 100%. I think I have... I might have two copies of a starter deck unlimited blue eyes. I need to get more because you can, you can find them for under 50 bucks and you can pull like PSA eights and nines out of them. You can, it's doable. I've seen it happen. (laughs) All right. 
Yeah. So you guys go. Some Kyber Corp there. Let's get into some Dragon Ball. Here we go. All right, guys. Dragon Ball segment. Everything about Dragon Ball. Vintage, modern. I'm really excited for the movie that's coming out in about two weeks in Japan. I may end up just watching the Japanese version, even though I I I prefer dub. I might just watch it because I am I am ready. There's so much hype around this. I'm a little scared about the new graphics they're using because I thought the the Super Brawly movie had superior um, artwork and like animation. It looked like the original Dragon Ball Z on steroids. Now they're kind of going with a 3D comic animated look. I'm not sure if I'm gonna like it because it's just not Dragon Ball. Yeah, it looks it looks like um, cartoony. When you watch the Office when you watch the Office on like a new TV, where it looks too too perfect, too perfect. Where it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know but they're about those old shows, and you watch them on a new TV, and it has like a weird, like I don't know, like everyone just looks super clean and like yeah, perfect. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It definitely has a friendlier look. I can tell you, Dragon Ball Super Brawly, I'm surprised they didn't just stick with that because that was the highest-selling Dragon Ball movie of all time. Why wouldn't you just follow that formula? But they're trying to up it. They're trying to one-up it, um, which is not... That's not what the segment's about today. I just wanted to bring it up. I'm really excited for that. I've been seeing nothing but updates and new trailer, new trailer, new spoiler. So it does look like a video game cutscene. Yes. There you go. Um... Yeah, it's it's not it's not my favorite, but I hope it's a I hope it's a damn good story. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that there's good fights. I'm hoping Gohan gets the service he needs. Gohan's my dude, so like, I mean, he's gotta he's gotta come out with something sick. You know what I mean? You can't just give him like, I'm Ultimate Gohan two, and his hair just got thicker. You know, like his his well, you know, it's really thick. The creator would hate that. The creator, the creator came out and said that in this movie, Gohan is stronger than any character. He said it. So now a lot of people are arguing about that. They're like, no, he's just talking about his potential. And then other people are like, no, he literally just said in this movie, he will rise to be the strongest of, of anyone, even stronger than Brawly, which that's right. Brawly's training with Beerus right now. So I don't know. It's going to be crazy. There you guys. I just want to talk about that. I was super excited for it. Um, but now let's get into Dragon Ball. Crazy. This week, uh, we're going to be talking about Realm of the Gods price review. Not just the Vegeta God Rare, but the entire set. And look at that dip there. It was nuts. Holy crap. Um, this card is uh, kind of just sitting around the 25 hundo again, raw. Um, but I wanted to show you guys the rest of the prices, okay? So we, we've been doing this. I think we did it a few weeks ago. We did a price review for um, Cross Spirits, and then we may did Supreme Rivalry or something. Maybe we didn't. Anyways, here we go. So, Dragon Ball Super value watch for Realm of the Gods. Uh, this is just a little blurb here at the intro. He just says, you know, hey, we're going to do a value watch. Huh? This is from Bleeding Cool. All right. Yeah. Um, this is just the intro. He just says we're going to be um, looking at these cards every month, every set. We'll see, you know. We'll do a value watch. And he just updates you on what's going on. Let me close these ads. There we go. 
So here are the top valued cards in the Dragon Ball Super Card Game, Realm of the Gods. You guys already know Vegeta. GDR, the God Rare, is still number one, and it's averaging 2,021. Uh, then you have the Vegeta Secret Rare, which is at 273, which is quite the drop, but still really strong. Um, you have Supreme Kai of Time at 70, which it dropped, that drip dropped a lot. Uh, you have Super uh, Mira, Diabolical Fusion, that dropped to $36. And Trunks Awakened, $10. Now, and the list goes on. I'm not going to read every price. The thing I want you guys to realize is with a set like this, when everyone's, I mean, this is probably the most amount of Dragon Ball Super that's ever been opened because everyone's trying to pull this Vegeta God Rare. So what happens is, is everyone's pulling every card except the Vegeta God Rare. So as more of these other cards get in the market, it's tanking them because there are a million of the secret rares because everyone was chasing the God Rare. There are, <laughs> there's a million of the SPRs because everyone's chasing the God Rare. So the God Rare has sustained its price because its rarity is in fact legitimate. They're really hard to pull. I know you might be seeing them everywhere, but the the fact of the matter is if there was too much supply for the demand, the price would have dropped. But there's not enough supply for the demand, so it stays at 2000 uh, But the rest, there's too much supply. There are too many Vegeta secret rares floating around, so his price is dropping because not people aren't interested in it because there's too many to go around. Um, and the same thing for all these other ones. So... The interesting thing about this set is, which is what we talked about, this reminds me of uh, Tournament of Power, <clears throat> where the box will be worth more than the majority of the cards. And you can see that by going to TCG Player. I believe this is a $200 box now. And it's only a couple months old. Um, so you might want to consider getting yourself a Realm of the Gods booster box and just holding on to it. Because this has the same exact traits as Tournament of Power did, right? The Goku Awakened Power Secret Rare is pretty much one of the few cards that's maintaining its value. Even the signature cards in that set are kind of losing value because they have been pulled so many times. Um, you can see this too with Pokemon. Remember Burning Shadows when everyone wanted Rainbow's Ard. What happened to the rest of the cards in that set? They all tanked except for the Zard. And it's just because there wasn't enough supply for the demand of the Charizard, but there was too much supply of everything else. So that's the kind that's what happens when you open up every pack in existence, though, right? Imagine if everyone kept this stuff sealed. A lot of these packs would still have some sort of um, a lot of these cards would still have some sort of need or desire to be in someone's collection because they're like, I can't find this card. Well, it's because no one's opened the stuff. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. But in this case, everyone's opened Realm of the Gods so that. The normal cards are just getting eaten up alive right here. I got to take a look at the price yeah. of a booster box, too. Let me check that out. Let's do that. Realm of the Gods. Let's check it out. Booster box. Once, yeah, it actually dropped quite a bit, I think. It was up to, oh, no, it didn't. <laughs> it is almost at two. It's at, you know, 181, 189. Yeah, I mean, and this this set debuted at 120. So, and this is what I'm thinking. If they do another reprint, kind of like what they did with Vermilion Bloodline, I hope they add that second uh, reprint stamp on there 
so that that way collectors can keep the rarity of the god rare, but it can also let completionists get the damn card they need at a cheaper rate, which is what Yu-Gi-Oh would do, right? Like, you know, if someone wants to play and they're like, I need this Starlight Rare, and then they reprint it in an Ultra and they're able to get it for much cheaper. Something like that I'd like to see happen just so everyone can get, if they want, if you really love the Vegeta God Rare, you know what I mean? Um, if you really love that card and you got to have it, but you just can't afford a $2,000 bill, that's the people I'm pulling for. It's like, hey, well, hopefully they'll reprint this guy in a different rarity or they'll add the reprint sign and he'll be significantly less. And what happens is everyone wins. The collectors who consider themselves high end get to keep their rarity, get to keep their populations. And then the people who just want the damn thing, they don't care about the rarity, get it at a cheaper rate. So that's what I'm hoping Dragon Ball does. They seem to be doing pretty good with that. Um, but who knows? You know, we haven't gotten a reprint for like the signature cards. So there's that's something to consider. You know, it, I don't know why they reprinted Vermilion Bloodline, but it is what it is, right? Yep. Wow, look at that. It dropped down to 1300 at one point. That would have been a great time. Who would have thought just three weeks ago? Crazy. Um, but there you guys go. It was nothing more than that. I don't think. Let me see. Make sure. Nothing else. Yeah. And then he kind of goes on. Remember, he was saying, I don't know if you guys were with us a few weeks ago, but when when this set dropped, they were saying the same thing. Hey, one of the one of the setbacks of this set is that a small percentage of the fan base will ever be able to acquire that God Rare. But I get that, you know, not everyone, not everyone can, can have the card, but on the same hand, like that plays in collector's favor, right? Not everyone can have it. That makes me feel special because I have it. That's, that's why you play the game, right? (laughs) (laughs) I get it. You know, I, you don't see me crying. It's like, you probably shouldn't be a collector, right? Not everyone can win, dude. Not everyone can get first place. I'm sorry. You know, it's just not everyone gets first place. Like that's like having that's like having a one of one, and yeah. people being like, "Well, I want one too." It's like, yeah, you can't have enough. You can have this it. is my this trophy. Is, this is mine. It's a one of one. Yeah, yeah. And maybe you get the next set. You know, who knows? Yeah, maybe you you get the next one of one, dude. I don't know. Go find it. I found this one. So there you guys go. That was the Dragon Ball segment for this week. Real quick, just a value update on Realm of the Gods. If you guys don't like the value updates, just let me know. We'll stop doing it. We'll cover something else. But I kind of like it because we looked at cross spirits, you know, and I would have never knew better. So definitely helps to go back and look sometimes. All right. Anything else? Nope. All right. Let's move on to Capsule Core. Here we go. You're up. All right, guys, what's up? Welcome to the Capsicore segment. This is another Dragon Ball segment where we talk about just cards that are on my uh, radar that I'm watching, cards that interest me, cards that I think um, are going to do well with the with uh, time and in your collection. Um, I think these are cards that not a lot of people are looking at, and I'm going to give you the reasons and the breakdown as to why I feel this way. So here we go. These cards are from the Special Anniversary Box 2021. Um, yes, I know we've talked about Special Anniversary Boxes before, but these ones in particular, I feel, will stand the test of time because if you don't <coughs> see the two cards down below, those are Vegeta's Final Flash and Goku. Um, some Kamehameha. Ultra like Instinct. That, right? Ultra Instinct Goku. Ultra Kamehameha. Instinct Goku. Yeah. Kamehameha. I got a so couple tens of two each. Two cards right there. Those are called IARs, and uh, they're pretty sought after. A lot of people, in terms of the price, they're fairly priced right now. Um, they're not crazy, crazy out of range uh, for like a ten or even for raw, but. 
they are very popular in in terms of Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball Super collectors. Dragon Ball Super collectors seem to really really like IARs. Um, there's a point when I went to the local card store and there was multiple of these on the shelf, and then it went from being multiple to hey I can't find them anymore. What's going on? Yep. So that was a that was a big red flag um, for me. That was like all right I got to keep my eyes on these things, um, and then. After that, everyone there's a few people in our Discord, a few members in our Discord that decided to pick some up as well. So again, another red flag. It's not just me that likes these cards. It's also other Dragon Ball Super and collectors um, that just enjoy a good-looking card. So with that being said, let's talk about these uh, special anniversary box 2021. So I know a lot of people don't like Super Saiyan 4 um, Super Saiyans or uh, the artwork of Super Saiyan 4, but I know a lot of people do. Here we go. We have SS4 Brawly Prismatic Burst. Uh, this one is the only one that's a little bit different than all the rest. Um, he has a different type of artwork. But all these cards have foil, gold foil, um, and texture all over the card. Um, and they come, you get like a, I believe if you buy, because the special anniversary box, it comes in four different boxes with four different artworks on the boxes. I believe if you buy all four, you can secure yourself this whole set of Prismatic Burst. And there's also Prismatic A- Aegis. How do you say that? A-E-G-I-S. Aegis? I'm not Aegis? sure. So <laughs> Prismatic, there's, there's a pris- Prismatic, uh, another Prismatic Rare card in the set that look really good too. Uh, these ones here though, since they resemble the IARs, I felt, hey, these are going to draw a lot of attention. I don't think a lot of people know about them because not a lot of people are interested in these special anniversary boxes. Like you can tell when they first drop, not a lot of people buy them. So at the card store, you would see them on the shelves. On eBay, you see them um, priced pretty low for a long time. They stay at that like retail like price for a very long time, and not until like the year's over or until the next year when the next special anniversary box comes out do those prices start to steadily climb. So yep. here we are in 2022, and I'm trying to say, hey, buy these cards before they start to boom bounce up because we haven't seen our. I don't think we've seen our special anniversary box for 2022 yet for Super uh, Dragon Ball Super. So before that hits, I would say go and grab these. Um, obviously, we have SS4 Gogeta. Now, the surprising thing about all these cards is here. I have the I have the pop, and you guys are going to be like, what? So these cards have been out, like I said, for probably about a year, which isn't that long. But here's, here's the pop report on them, which is pretty nuts. Dragon Ball, people are usually pretty quick in terms of grading, you know, especially these hit cards. So here we go. The Brawly Prismatic, there's only 110. The SS4 Gogeta, um, there's only four tens. So again, he's he's the most popular out of all these people. Uh, the the SS4 Vegeta, there's only one ten. The SS4 Goku, there's no tens. The SS4 Gohan, there's no tens. And there's also an SS4 Bardock, but nobody cares about him. But oh Chase, man, so um, I didn't put Bardock up there. <clears throat> but again, um, like I said, guys, there's only one or none of these cards in a 10. Yes, it's only been a year. Yes, there could still be some in processing that people had on the, uh, what's it called? Lower end uh, economy levels of grading. It could be, but yeah. I don't, think, I don't even think PSA was, I think PSA no, was No, they weren't. They, they just started doing economy at the beginning of the year, so. But they were closed that last year when this came out. Right? Yeah, unless you expressed it, but obviously they would have them back by now. Yeah. So again, guys, there's only... Very few. You could be one of the, if you're a Dragon Ball Super collector that wants to have some type of token or trophy uh, of a low pop card, 
here you go. Here's your chance. I'm not saying the pops aren't going to change and they'll stay low forever. I'm just saying as of right now, they're very low. And as of right now, there's not a lot of people with their eyes on these cards um, until probably when the 2022 special anniversary box comes out. So go and pick your favorite Saiyan out there. Um, it could be Goku, Vegeta, Gogeta, if you like both of them, and then Gohan. I don't think you can go wrong with any one of these picks. Even the other prismatic card, the Aegis, Aegis, A-E-G-I-S, um, those cards are nice too, and they come in with Vegeta, Gogeta, Goku, I believe Brawly, Bardock, and Gohan. So all the Saiyans that you see here, they come in the other rarity as well. Um, and all the cards I think you should get as a set, because they're fairly cheap right now. I was finding some for like anywhere between like 5 to like 15 bucks yeah. for each one of these cards. So you can find them very cheap and just buckshot like three each and go send them to PSA and get yourself on that population report so you can have some low-pop cards from Dragon Ball Super if you're a Dragon Ball Super collector and then flex that all day because that's what we do as collectors. Yo, yep. check it out. I got this Pop 1 SS4 Goku Prismatic Burst. I'm the first one. There's your trophy. I think that's pretty dope. Um, what do you guys like better? SS Blue? SS? SS Blue, right? SSB, yeah. SS or SS4 um, Saiyans. I, I like Blue better. I've never been a big fan of the SS4, but these cards right here are super sick. You can't beat the texture. And you can't <coughs> beat the gold foiling. I think it's yeah. awesome. Super Saiyan Blue is, is clean. It, imagine if they had Super Saiyan Blue, though, back in the Dragon Ball Z days. With that kind of animation, would have been sick. Because they, they kind of watered down the animation now, but it's, it is what it is. That's why I like Super Brawly so much. That, that movie was great with the animation. But, um, yeah, I bought... I want to say about it comes out, dude. The, the color, and then they break the dimension. They break like the dimension. They go in like that weird. Yeah. I don't think that was necessary, like for Dragon Ball to do, but just the the amount of color and animation that went into it in the action, I was like, whoa. Yeah. This is nuts. Imagine watching that on a Philips Hue, like just like <laughs> all the lights, like. Oh yeah. Oh, it'd be crazy. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree because these the IARs, I I have a handful. I bought. I bought three of the Gokus and then I have four copies of the Vegetas and I want to, I graded two copies of the Vegetas and I graded three copies of the Gokus and we got tens across the board. So they're good quality cards. They look amazing. Like that's just one of my favorite pictures of Goku there. It's just clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Super yeah, clean. I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a, wouldn't, what's the color? Oh, I'll show you the, I'll show the Aegis. I think. Yeah. I'm not even, I'm not a, it doesn't really focus that well on my camera, but I'm not lying. I have them all right here. Oh. You know? Yeah. That's the, that's, the, that's the Bardock. This is Gohan. I got the Gogeta. And that last one is a Vegeta. Go. And you have you have my Goku. I do? Yeah, you have my Goku. Prismatic huh. Burst. Oh. And then uh, these are the... Uh, I'll show you guys these ones. Maybe this will this will focus. Let me get real close. Let's scoot back. Yeah, scoot back, scoot back, scoot back. Scoot back. Go back. Back. Right there. Oh, that one's right clean. There. Yeah, that's clean, right? And they have this in all the sands. So this is the a the Aegis A E G I S uh prismatic card. Okay. In the same set. But these are these are sick too. So again, like I said, they have texture. Um can't beat them. I mean, for Dragon Ball cards, I think these are pretty premium Dragon Ball cards. I like them. Go check them out, guys. That's it for Capsule Core. All right. Let's see what we got next on the show. Oh, all right. Moving on to the Poke Tower top five this week. Here we go.
Top five. Here we go. The Poke Tower Top Five segment is my top five picks of things that you'll see on my eBay watch list, right? So it's not the top five things you need to be buying. It's the top five things that I'm buying. And if you respect my collection and if you uh, respect the value that I've gained out of my collection, you probably would follow along, right? Uh, but you don't have to. You don't have to believe in anything I say. You don't have to buy any of the cards I want. I just share what I like and people enjoy it. So here we go, guys. Top five this week. Moving down to number five is the Pokemon Game Boy promos, specifically the Dragonite and the Lugia. The Lugia and the Dragonite are probably my top two picks from the Game Boy promos. Have you seen the Lugia Game Boy promo? No, I haven't. Oh, oh well, hold on a second. Let's go ahead and pull this up. You're going to want this. I know you're going to want it. Here we go. Check this out. That. Wait, can you see it? Whoa, what? That's but that's how much is it? Lugia Game Boy promo. Hold on. So we could just go to eBay real quick. I'll show you. Oh, you can get a slab, dude. Let's see the Siggy. Oh, yeah. Oh. You got the Gohan Siggy right there. Alexio wanted to see it. You saw it in the chat. Oh, boom. Flexing. Got the 10. Ridiculous, man. That's I, I love the card. All right, so here you go. You can you can buy a, a Lugia Game Boy promo. Uh, you can get a PSA eight for four hundred. Oh no way! Yeah, you can get Only uh Japanese, right? Yeah, PSA ten. You can get it for under two grand. Uh, PSA nine seven ninety nine. You yeah, could I'm probably find a nine for for seven hundred. Here's one right here. PSA nine seven hundred bucks. OBO. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna look. And they got they have Mewtwo, they have Dragonite. Uh, my pick is the Dragonite. I just love that art of Dragonite. Um, but you got it from that the Japanese uh, Game Boy game. They used Dude, to put PSA nine right here for four hundred forty nine. They uh, the remember the trading card game, the Game Boy trading card game. Yes, I do. Okay, well in Japan they put out the Japanese one and they they slip these cards in there, so that's where you get them from. Wait. Uh, he slipped down a couple spots this week because you guys are going to see other stuff in the top five that I have to prioritize over this. You know, I'm I'm not the biggest Pokemon collector. I have a few cool things here and there, but I'm my my Pokemon collection is all about novelty. You'll see me get different stuff just because it this, looks cool. This isn't the Game Boy promo. What? Oh, I don't think you're gonna be able to see it off the phone. That's not that's not the Game Boy promo. No, it's like. That's his Neo Genesis, but yeah, he has it up wrong. Stars. Yeah, he has it wrong. The Game Boy promo literally looks like Game Boy artwork. But anyways, um, that's number five this week. Um, again, you know, I I, I like it for the novelty. You're not going to see a lot of people carrying this in their collection, which I really and this this artwork, you know, that's where I fall as a Pokemon fan. All right, number four this week. Black and white chase cards, specifically legendary treasures, gold cards. I was looking at these and I saw a PSA nine floating around for 270. I was like, what? 270. Now, if you guys remember, I bought my PSA. I have a Zekrom and I have Reshiram. I bought them for like 80 bucks each in a PSA eight, $80 each. Um, they've since then, you know, appreciated to about 160 each. 
but um, I'm I'm always looking to upgrade. I'm always looking to accumulate. So if I can get nines, I would love that. And when I see nines going for two seventy, you know, it's few and far between, but there are some out there. I'm like, dang, I might want to get a deal while I can because you'll see one listed for two seventy, and then the next best one is at four hundred. You know, stuff like that where you're like, dang, this is an outlier. Might want to grab this guy. Um, so I'm looking at, you know, always looking at black and white chase cards. And then uh, it doesn't have to be legendary treasures. It could be uh, plasma storm, you know, plasma freeze, anything. If the price is right, I'm going to strike. I, I still believe in black and white as a set to buy, especially with Pokemon cooling down. You can see it everywhere. The prices are dropping everywhere. Um it's a great time. It's a great time to, to, if you felt like you missed out, this is a great time to start watching, right? And then you strike when you think it's right. Okay. Uh, number three this week, Digibattle Series 6. So we got a seller on eBay selling some Digibattle Series 6 gold stamps. Um, these are not in the best condition. They're a little, they're a little beat, you know, pat, beyond my standard, right? <laughs> A little beat up past my standard, but hey, I will keep an eye on it, and um, you never know. You never know. You guys already know how I feel about Digimon, so it is what it is. All right, number two this week, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Unleashed. You guys saw me post this in the grabs tab. I got all these cards. I'm only missing the Leo, um, but uh, yeah, I've been waiting for these, right? So a lot of the recent listings have been anywhere from 250 to $500. I was not going to pay that. Little bit of patience went a long ways, and I got almost all the ultra rares I wanted in one shot. So, um, TMNT Unleashed. It's one of the few, like, outside of Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Dragon Ball, like, Digimon, where this, this has my attention. I think it's some of the coolest, rarest Ninja Turtle cards you're going to find. Um, and it's just cool how they color coordinated them. I think that's really just sick. They're sick. Um, sick. and they have that, they have that same upper deck Digimon story where they were out for like nine months and then they just cut the, they just pulled the plug on it. So that's what makes these very special because what's out is out. That's it. And they're, they're kind of hard to pull. I mean, we did a box break in January with these and we opened up like, you know, I think 12 packs and we only got one ultra out of 12 packs. So, and we didn't even get one of the better ultras. We got, you know, white tiger or something like that. <laughs> Not even one of the better Dang. ones. Uh, but there you go. That's number two this week. We already grabbed it. So this will probably won't be, this probably won't be on the grab uh, top five next week. Cause we actually got it. Um, but it had to be in there this week because I did actually buy that. Uh, number one this week, it's going to got my interest once again. Kingdom Hearts. Um, you guys, you guys know I went hard on Kingdom Hearts last year, right? I bought a lot of Kingdom Hearts stuff, and Digimon got in the way, right? And I kept buying Digimon, but just being bored, you know, being super. Actually, what it was is I was cleaning out my closet over here, and I found my Kingdom Hearts cards. I was like, oh man, I still have to collect these things. So I go on eBay, and what do you know? The prices have increased. The interest has increased. The amount of listings has increased. I'm like, oh my gosh, here we, here we go again. You know what I mean? Like, cause last year, last year you couldn't find this stuff. And if you did, it was cheap. It was like, hey, it's not bad. I can do this. 
Yeah, I couldn't find the Riku card at all. The interest is there now, and they people want some some money for it. You know, like the the base price for a for a super rare, which is a holographic. That's pretty much the best rarity you can get. A base price is you're gonna find them for like fifty to seventy dollars right now. Last year, last year I was getting them for like, you know, twenty to thirty dollars. Your phone is tearing us up right now. Oh my bad. <clears throat> so Kingdom Hearts, there um there are like, I want to say there are six Japanese sets and then there are four English sets. Um, I'm learning as much as I can about the promos, their sets. Um, the different rarities, you know, which ones were short printed, which ones weren't. And there's actually some very unique things about Kingdom Hearts 2 um, where the English set only continued on for so long, but then the Japanese print, uh, Japanese sets kept printing. And what happened is, is like after four or five sets, they only made Japanese cards. So what I'm looking for is which cards came out of. And this would be one of the very few instances where I would buy a Japanese card simply because it just doesn't come out in English. So there are chase cards that you cannot get in English. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That This is one of the few times I'll buy Japanese. So I'm researching a lot of stuff, adding a lot of Kingdom Hearts to my um, my watch list. You know, and uh, it, it's going to be here for, for a minute just because there's so much, there's so much stuff for me to buy. It's ridiculous. Uh, but definitely interested back on my radar. Not a lot of people are paying it. There's more interest than there was last year, but still you're talking about Disney and final fantasy combined with some of your favorite characters. And then it's nice artwork. It's not like scrub stuff. You know what I mean? This is good stuff. Um, I'm all over it, all over it. I'll have to share my kingdom hearts collection again with you guys. So you guys can kind of see what I got, but uh, we got to, we got to build on it. And that's number one this week. You got anything? Nope, I'm gonna be searching too. That's sick. Yeah, they're they are sweet. Most of the Riku cards are promos, but there are some within sets that are hard to get. Booster booster hits. All right, moving on to bid wars. Here we go. All right, bid wars. I think this was we started this segment around episode seventy this year. And uh, all it is is us looking at eBay auctions. Uh, we take a bet under or over based on previous price history. Um, and then we kind of keep a running tally of, of how we do it. And really, it's just practice to kind of learn more about cards. Maybe you're like, I wonder how much this card is worth, but you would never watch the auction. Well, guess we do it here. So that's what it is. All right. Bid Wars. Last week, we had a legitimate Dark Magician. PSA 10 from LOB. We only had one sale in April, and it was $950. Bucks. Uh, let me see what my guess was. My guess was over $950. Oh, gosh. Here we go. How are we going to do this week? Let's see. Oh, my gosh. Son of a gun. 505 That's a deal. What? Is this the real deal? Hold on. Now I have to check. The D lands within the, the parentheses. Deal. Huh? The real deal. That's yeah. The real deal. That's the real deal. What? Dang. That's a steal. That's a steal. That's a major steal. I'm pissed about that one. Like, I should have got that. 
Oh my, that can't be right. There's something, wow. Okay, uh, we take the loss on that. I mean, I'm just, I'm mad that I didn't play. I should have played in that auction. Yeah, 500 bucks? Oh my God. Gosh, dang it. You know how hard that's going to be to find that again? That's brutal. Oh, That's brutal. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Yu-Gi-Oh! for this week. We got a Maximum Gold Red Eyes Black Dragon. Now, these are these go for cheaper than what I thought they would go for, which is kind of cool. So, if you're a Red Eyes guy and you want to put some stock into a more recent Red Eyes, I think this is a great pick. Uh, because these cards got a lot of stuff going going against them in terms of grading. And if you look at the history of any golden Yu-Gi-Oh cards, they do well over time, right? They're not they're not overnight classics, but if you look at premium gold, which came out before this stuff, all those cards are doing well. Right? And then if you look at maximum gold, they're getting there. You know, they're they're still kind of cheap though. You look at we got previous sales at 219, 119, and 249 for PSA 10. So let's go ahead and run an average here. We got 219.50 plus 119.50 plus 249.95. Divide that by three. We got an average price of 196.31. Under or over? Let's take a look at the the auction here. We're at 175. Zero bids. Zero bids already. Okay. Oh, you know what though? Look at this. Zero feedback. This guy might not sell his card. Yeah, so that's under, right? No one. No, they want you to buy it now for two twenty nine, or you can put a bid in. Someone might buy off this guy, um, but this doesn't look right. I mean, let's see if he has any other cards. You have any other card? Oh, he's got other cards. He's just new, I guess, huh? Trickle cards. Who knows? All right, uh, so we got an average price of 196. We got a seller with zero feedback. There's no bids on it. Under. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I could see that. I mean, when you look at this one, they're going for 119. Ooh, this was May 28th. Even 219, even 219 that was with 30 bids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this is a tough one because it's like, hey, you know, someone could bid on this thing and it could go over 200 with just with just two or three bidders. But is it likely with the zero feedback guy? I'm going to say I'm going to say under 196. Yeah, for sure. Under 196. It might go for 180. Maybe someone will drop in a bid last minute, but. Under 196 for the red eyes. Lock it in. What's up, ATM? All right. Yo, what's up, ATM? Moving Thanks, on. Thanks, man. I got the cards. Appreciate it. He got your package in the mail. Yeah. Hey, shout out, ATM. Not a, not a, uh, what's it called? An advertisement or a sponsor. Just, uh, want to make a shout out because ATM, uh, for life is one of our members in our Discord. He's been a big member of, of the Poketire podcast for a long time, serious collector. And uh, as you guys know, I've had a long absence away from the podcast. And even during my absence, uh, he decides he wants to send out send me some cards. Um, 
free of charge all in the house. So super sick. That just speaks testaments to our Discord and the people that we have in our community. So if you guys haven't joined, please do so because we got guys like this out there. So thank you, ATM. I just want to shout you out. Appreciate it. Nice. All right. All right. Moving on, we got um, Pokemon for last week. So last week, we were looking at a PSA 10 Ninetales break from XY. Um, it sold for 25, 28, and 25, and I said it was going to sell for under 28. Let's check it out. I'm kind of scared here because this could have went either way. 26. All right. We took a dub. Oh, under 28? Huh? Yeah, under 28. Under 25. Under 28. Yep. There we go. We took that one. Got a dub, yeah. Nice. Easy peasy. Moving on. He, uh, that eradicate. That's funny. Oh, he sent you the eradicate. Those, those all look like twenty fives. Yeah, he sent me. A, he sent me a eradicate. Uh, sent me, I believe, a war. Uh, was it a war Greymon? And he sent me a a a, a tune. Dang, a tune red eyes. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Pokemon this week. I'm actually excited for this one because I'm in the market for one of these. PSA ten, Charizard CD promo. That is my favorite Charizard right there. That artwork. I'm in the market for Blastoise CD promo. That's funny. That's my favorite Charizard artwork. That's Blastoise with red star in the barrel. And he doesn't even look like that. Charizard doesn't look like that. But it, yeah. for some reason, that's how it's I remember him. Nose and stuff. Yeah, that's that's the red version Charizard right there. All right, so uh, we don't even have a dang. Wow, I screwed up on this one. There's no even. There's not even a link here. Oh gosh, let's go to 130 point. Let's just check it out. Wow. What was I it's thinking? PSA 10 Charizard CD promo. Let's see what we got on average sales here. I knew I was missing something. Okay, 708, 645, and 524. So let's add up those. We're just going to do the last three. We're going to average it out. Here we go. So you got 708. 15 plus 645 plus 524. That's not bad at all either. That's amazing. That's amazing. Divide that by three. You're looking at 625.71. Under or over? Over. Six. You think it's going to be over 625, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. That's that's not that's not that hard to believe. I I honestly thought they were more expensive. Over six twenty five seventy one. Yeah, I'll take that. That's an easy one for me. Because I would pay that. You know what I mean. So, and I always lose auctions. So, <laughs> I think I've won like two. <laughs> all all of my eBay collecting and in 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 bidding, I think I've won two. My biggest wins. Just come from asking someone, hey, will you sell it to me for this much? Oh, yeah, I'll do that. All right, cool. I don't know, I don't know where you guys find these people. I do it, and they ghost me, or they're like, nah, dude, do you see who the card is? I'm like, yeah, and I also told you where it's screwed up. What do you mean? Dang. Well, yeah. never got those. Never got the, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, bud, take 200 off. JT special, never got that. No, JT gets wrecked because he's, he's rude to people sometimes, and then they're like, hey, screw you, dude, kick rocks. He's like, how do you do it? How do you do it? I'm like, uh, you need to try being nice. How about that? 
He's getting better. Yeah, I don't get that. He's getting better. Get All right. Moving on. We didn't have any Digimon last week because, surprisingly, there was no real PSA sales to watch. But this week, we got an Altart. We got the Imperial German Dragon Mode Altart, which I really, I love this artwork. It's it's sweet. Um, but he's cheap. He's super cheap. Check out the sales here. You got 106.49. Um, you got 66. And you have 182.50. We're talking about an average price of 118.33. 118.33. Let's take a look at the auction. We're at sixty-one dollars already with four days left. You have a a good seller, you know, not not a lot of feedback, but he's one hundred percent positive at three hundred four. Uh, you got eighteen watchers, and yeah, it's not that high. I could see it going over one eighteen because we're over already at six. You're taking the over over one eighteen, yeah. I'm going under. This is the under. I'm going over. The reason why is because I'm gonna win. You're like the Digimon expert, but I'm saying this last two sales. You got 26 bidded on that one and 12 on that one. I mean, 66 could just be low. That guy could just be an idiot. But well, it's on bid. It's on bid. You know what I mean? So that just shows the interest and how much people are willing to pay. But then there's the 182. So. That's what I'm saying. I this okay. So what it what it what it looks like to me, because you got to assume the PSA ten population is under ten right now. It's probably maybe under twenty. Let's say because it just came out. Let's say there's less than twenty of them. People just like us are seeing how cheap these are going. They're like, I'm gonna go get one. You already had two low sales. I think we're due for a big one. That's all I'm going off of. Because how many more tens are there? Hmm. Maybe three or four. How many of those are actually being sold? None. So this is the only it's one of maybe two tens that are on the market right now. Someone's gonna want it, and they're gonna see what we're seeing. They're looking at the prices. People are smart, you know. So I'm thinking people are like, "Dang, I need to get one before these dry up," and that's gonna cause a little more bidding, more aggressive bidding than normal. But I could be wrong. I've been wrong on Digimon a lot, actually. <laughs> I'm actually terrible at Digimon. So I'm gonna go over one eighteen thirty three. Lock it in. You can go on. It's like, man, I'd pay more for that, or I'd I'd pay under that, and then it comes back, and I'm like, oh, stiffed. What'd you want on the Charizard? Did you say you want to go under or over on the Charizard? Um, what was he then? Six twenty-five. I didn't. I didn't write down your notes. That's why I got to keep track of this. I said the same thing as you. Whatever it was. Okay, both over. Yeah. Because I think we both said we'd pay for that. Okay. Yeah, I'd pay for that. And then this, uh, this red eyes, you said under? Yeah, under. Okay, yeah, we both said under. All right, cool. All right, yeah. So we're we're different on Digimon, but I could be totally wrong about this one. Um, There could just be no demand, and people just aren't willing to pay more than 120 bucks for these. There could be that, but I don't, I don't see that. Who knows? We'll see. All right. Moving on to Dragon Ball last week, we had a sick card, Familial Bonds, uh, PSA 10. This one was sketch because you had it sell for 315 and then you had one sell for 88. And I said it was the average price comes out to 305. Um, so I said over 305. 
So I don't know why. Wait, where did I pick 305? Let me make sure that's right. Where did I get that from? 8876 plus 315. Divide that by two. No, it's actually 201. I don't know where I got 305, but I picked 305. <laughs> so what? All right, let's see what I that, Here we go. Oh my gosh, $102. Oh, where did I get that? Oh no, my bad. I know what happened. That was for that was for Digimon last week. My bad. I said over 201 and we're still wrong. <laughs> I said over 201. That's where the average came from. I was like, what? I forgot we didn't have Digimon last week. I would guessed over 201 for sure. That's a nice card. And it did 100 bucks. Um, yeah, I'm going to go find one. That's yeah. That's a sick card. This came from that anniversary box you got me. Yeah, I yeah, I, I actually had one of these and I traded it away. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That got I got got. That's a good one. That is a good one. I like that one. Whew. All right. And now moving on to Dragon Ball this week. This one's going to be pretty cool because um, it's one of the older sets in Dragon Ball. 2018 Dragon Ball Super, Super Saiyan 4 Goku from Cross Worlds. So this is from uh, BT3. It's pretty, you know, it's an older set for Dragon Ball. And uh, we have previous sales at 850. Which that, that, this is that, this is that price point where it's kind of like, dang, this, this might be one of those ones that takes off. Um, then you have 630. 850 plus 630. Plus uh, six ninety. This is that price point where I'm like, this is that make or break, right? So there could be a couple more sales that break this six ninety, and I'm like, hey, this is a borderline like chase card, like big deal, right? Or this could just sell under that mark, and this starts to slowly become a six hundred dollar card, which becomes a five hundred dollar card, which becomes a four hundred. It it goes. We're at that breaking point, and this is usually when I start looking to make that buy. Um. And some people will say, well, that's dumb. Why don't you just buy it when it's 400 and you would have already made money? Because I like that confirmation. I want to know that I'm buying something that's actually rare, actually desirable, right? I don't want something that has, I don't want to, I'm not buying, I'm not buying promise. I'm buying uh, tried and true. That's the difference between me and a lot of collectors. I don't, I don't make guesses on prospects. I want to buy prospects that are already proven. So that's kind of where I fall. Um, so we divide this by three. We're looking at an average price of seven twenty three thirty three. Let's look at the auction. We're at two fifty with five days left. You got a lower feedback account, but a hundred percent feedback. So thirty five watchers, twenty four bids, and two hundred fifty dollars on it already. It needs to get to seven twenty three thirty three. And this this is tough because this is that make or break, you know. If I see it go over seven hundo, this is a card that's officially on my watch list. You know what I mean? Um, because it, it is it is about to break that one thousand dollar barrier, and with with it with the price going up and up and up, it's one of those things like, hey, this this has the potential to break that one thousand dollar barrier. Vice going down to the six hundreds. What I don't like is there was already two sales, but that was. 690, 630. But to see the, the top one's the interesting one because that was listed at 1025. 
and a best offer was accepted at 850. So it was already at that $1000 price point and then it had to come down to be sold. So the question is 723 under over. I got to think about this. And you we don't even know the pops. That's the other thing. Mm. I'm going to say I in my heart, I feel like it could break 700, but I don't know if it'll crack 723. So I'm going to go under 723. Yeah. I think, that's I think it I was, that's, that's where I was at too, because I think if someone's on bid, they're going to want to get it for less than the price of the one that was last sold. And if they're seeing the last sold, they're probably seeing a or best offer the line through <clears> 1025. <throat> and if they're smart enough, they're going to use that, um, one thirty point. They're going to see that it sold for eight fifty, right? These these are people who are bidding on a high high end card, so you would think that they would have all this research done. Yeah, I'm I'm doing a lot of assuming here, so I might this is where I could be wrong. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think it would go under because nobody's going to want to pay that eight fifty price point because they're yeah. going to make a you buy it now is typically going to be money. more. Yeah, they're going to want to make money, so I'm going to say that's going to go under seven twenty three. But I think it. I think it's going to push that seven hundred dollar limit. You know, I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's going to. I think it finishes off at like six something. Oh wow! I guess. Well, yeah, that like I was saying, he's going to finish around six something. Yeah, and that's that's where I'm at. I'm hopeful that it cracks seven hundred. I don't think it'll break seven twenty three, but I'd like to see that seven hundred dollar seven hundred dollar sale because that's more information for me to say. Hey, you might want to add this one to the watch list, but. Yeah. I'm not going to be heartbroken if it if it goes for 600. It's like, hey, you know, maybe this card isn't the one I thought it was. That's just that's all there is to it, you know. So that's why we always just watch from afar. Okay, there you guys go. That's it for bid wars this week. A lot of little bit more analysis than normal. Hopefully you guys like that. Um, and we're gonna keep moving on. All right, moving on to Gengar's grabs this week. Where is my button? There it is. All right. Gengar's Grabs, one of our oldest segments of the show. Uh, this segment is all about you guys, what you guys bought this week, and you guys share it to our Discord. So if you're in our Discord, thank you guys for always participating, sharing your grabs. It's cool to see. You know, I like to see what you guys get. Um, so thank you guys. And uh, if you want to share what you're buying, all you got to do is join our Discord. Those links are always available uh, underneath our videos in any description. If you can't get in because the links broke or whatever, you can blame our mods. That's Alpha and Chase. It's their fault uh, for blocking my links because I make the links. I make the invites. They, they're they probably blocking them. Uh, they don't want any more people in. They're like, screw you guys. Anyways, you can you can send an email. Send an email to the Poketower Podcast at gmail.com. I can get you a link. Or you can just hit me up on Instagram. I'll send you a link there, okay? Easy. M- moving on. Gengar's Grabs this week. Number five. Fifth place is a tie between Christopoli and Big Tony. They both got Digi Battle. The one has a Series Three, one has a Series Five Hollow. You got Tyrannomon, you got Rabbitmon, and uh, you know these are they're actually both hitting the MLC pose too. So that's brownie points there. Uh, yeah, you, that's you, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good pose. To be you, you're hitting the MLC logo. You're going for Digibattle, which I got a soft spot for. You're hitting the hollows. Tyrannomon's popping. 
Rabbitmon, believe it or not, it, n- not a very not a fan favorite Digimon, but that's kind of hard to find. So, um, vintage cards, you guys are putting your money in the right place. Uh, Digimon is on the rise. There, that's what all the information is showing. So, uh, good on you guys. Um, you'll see why they w- didn't place higher though here in a bit. Number four this week, which is nuts. I love this for the novelty. Card habit. Oh, dude, that's he, tight. He found a booster no Cartoon Network booster box of Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack, don't talk back. Not only that, there is a chase card in there that is signed by the artist with a Sharpie. What? So if, Yeah, you can get a chase card that's signed with a Sharpie of Samurai Jack. That's kind of tight. That's what he wants. He's like, I need to get this. That means he he touched it. Oh yeah, that's cool. It's not like printed on there, like all like. No, he. I think he he shared the he shared it, and it's like a one of a kind. Like maybe he signed so many of them, but yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Samurai Jack, man, that's sick. I didn't even know that one existed. I know we were looking at Dexter's Laboratory. So much Cartoon Network, like online. You remember the website? So much Samurai Jack when you're on top of the train. Samurai Jack was. A legit show too, like it actually had some depth to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm all I'm all for it. You know, we were looking at Dexter's Laboratory booster boxes a while back. I didn't know they had Samurai Jack, so it's going to be a an adventure to go find maybe some other Cartoon Network series out there. You never know what you'll find on the on eBay, and the stuff's not crazy expensive. You know, you can you can get it. Um, but this is cool. I just it's different, right? It's different, yeah. and it's rare in its own way. There's a chase in there that's worth going. It's it's entertaining. It's nostalgic. It's got everything we need. Uh, so that's number four this week. Number three this week goes to our mod Alpha hitting the MLC with his one of his grails, right? So he's a huge Umbreon fan. And he finally got a PSA 10 shiny Umbreon from Hidden Fates. That's um, tight, man. Kudos. So... so you know, you're probably like, well, it's just Hidden Fates, you know, and everyone's got that card, but you got to understand he's a huge Umbreon nut, and he's been waiting to get this card. So that's what the story behind it, this is special to him, right? So, like, that's what we like to see, right? I can never connect with him on this level, but to him, you know, that that's kind of like me holding, like, a War Greymon, right? It's like, same thing, same and feeling. It's a 10. It's a 10. Yeah. Yeah, and um, only so that, many 10s. That's one of the better cards in the set anyways, but and I I like the card, but um it's just cool to see collectors collectors going for what they actually want, not what they're told to be, you know, not what they're told to collect. He's getting what he wants. He's a huge Umbreon fan. Every time he posts a card, it's usually an Umbreon or a Yu-Gi-Oh card. So he's he's staying true to who he is and that's why that's why it's number 3 this week. Dope. I like it. Deserves it. Number 2 Looped. He's been quiet. Nate dog. But he he's he gets a spot this week at number two um, because he got the uh, Digimon Tamers Evolution box uh, number two. I think he pre-ordered it a while back. He finally got it in. Dude, These cards look nuts. Tonight. Yeah. Um, I would argue that they look cooler than the first Tamers Evolution box. They just do. Because a lot of these cards kind of fit together. They got like, you know, artwork that kind of molds themselves together. Like you look at the Agumon there with War Greymon. It just looks like, I mean, they're sick. I don't know what to say. They look really nice. 
Yeah, no, I like these ones. These are sick. It's different, right? He's the only guy who posts it in the grabs tab. Is that, it's not, is that Gilmon? Uh, no, that's Shout. Yeah, Shoutmon, Gilmon. Tight. They got an alternate art of win rate 60, which is in classic. You got Vmon, Wormmon. Rambo, what's up? Yo. So he he takes number two this week um, just because no one else posted this. And if everyone had pre-ordered, they would, you know, it's just different. It's new. It's Digimon. Um, and when you present it like that, it just looks sick. All right. Number one this week. Wormmon and the Gilmon in there. I'm all for it. Number, I'm waiting for someone to take this guy down. This guy has won back to back Again. To, to back to back to back. Every week, he's winning. Do I know who it is? Pretty sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same old. Mm-hmm. JT Goatmon wins again. This is his second set of Ninja Turtle cards. Second set of these. A, so he already... Absence, and I already knew. Like He already has these guys. He already has a whole set of these. He's got a second set. Do you know how hard it is to find these? Do you guys know how hard, how long I waited to get my cards? So for him to have a second complete set tells you like how much he's hawking this stuff. It's absolutely nuts. Uh, the go try to find a complete set like that. You're gonna pr- pay a pretty penny. Not only that, they're rare. Not only that, the artwork is sick. Everything is right with this, right? Yeah, I found to look for some of these too. And when I was looking at, I believe I was like right when we started talking about them. Yeah, I, I went to look and I was like, oh yeah, no, not for me, because the ones that were out there, I was like, I'm not paying that, dude. And then and then I was like, oh wait, there's not very many. So, so yeah, man, these are sick. We're waiting for someone to dethrone JT because he's won like I don't know how many weeks in a row. It's got to be at least four weeks in a row. He, I think he four peated. Four Pete. Ridiculous, man. <laughs> Ridiculous. Like, how do you... He's collecting at a very high level. Yeah, he is. You know? And this is just friendly competition, right? Like, it's not to yeah, say... Props, man. Yeah. Tight. Just props to you. You're, you're, you're killing us. You're never, you'll never kill me, but you can keep trying. Um... <laughs> oh, you killed me, dude. You kill me. I'm done. <laughs> I'm off the game. He'll never so, beat his dad, but he's, so. he's going to try, you know? So... <laughs> What what can you say? I I I taught him. I can't be mad at that. I taught that. Mm-hmm. That's I'm proud. Like that's just crazy, absolutely nuts. It's just this is great collecting, guys. I we're just glad to be a part of it. Um. So there you guys go. That's grabs this week. JT wins again. He'll get a thousand Gengar coin for that. You guys might want to keep stacking that Gengar coin. I think we're gonna start figuring out how to utilize that currency pretty soon. So. Keep trying it. Um, moving on, we got TCG Battle Royale, and I think you guys are going to like it this week. Here we go. The TCG Battle Royale can be some one of the most exciting segments we have it can also be very boring at times so right now we have a lot of new sets coming out with every tcg uh, tcg battle royale is a battle royale between pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, dragon ball and digimon we take the newest 
booster expansion, obviously there's new stuff like Ghost from the Past 2 is new, right? But it's not a booster expansion um, that that continues, you know, their normal expansion, right? So we have Dimension Force, which you probably never heard of. Dimension Force is the newest expansion of Yu-Gi-Oh! We have Astral Radiance, Digimon, New Awakening, and we have Dragon Ball Super Realm of the Gods. Now, Dragon Ball Super should be dropping a new set here pretty soon, but it hasn't yet, okay? So Realm of the Gods is their most current booster expansion. Here you go, guys. Same lineup as last week. You're like, oh, this is boring. You're saying the same crap, right? So you got Dimension Force at number four because it offers you Starlights, but you're going to see here in a bit, it doesn't offer enough to carry the franchise. If this was the last set of Yu-Gi-Oh you could ever get, you wouldn't remember it. You would remember other sets before this one. Uh, Astral Radiance came out hot. It came out really hot, but it dropped. It stayed at number three. It debuted at number three because you'll see with some analysis here that, that we do, there's really not a lot going for it. Um, people aren't happy with the set. There's a couple cool cards. Don't get me wrong. Okay, I don't hate it, but it's not. I like the Elite Trainer box. It's tight. Right. Everyone liked the marketing aspect of it. Um, mm-hmm. But you will see that there's just not a lot going for it, right? We, th- I got fooled. I thought Darkrai was going to be the guy. No, they're they're throwing in like Origin Form, Palkia, and Dialga, all tarts. Like that's that's what you're looking for. And I was like, what? You'll see. You guys will see very soon. Um, but remember, when we're looking at these sets, we're talking about the price of the booster box. You have to consider that, right? Because a Yu-Gi-Oh booster box can cost you sixty-five bucks. So when you look at this list, you're like. That's the cheapest booster box you can get. Why isn't it number one? Because that's only one factor. Then you got to consider the cards you can pull, right? Are there any notable characters or is there any notable cards that can change the face of the meta for the rest of time? That's another factor you got to consider. Okay, let's look at the next bit. What kind of rarities are we offering? In this specific Yu-Gi-Oh set, we're offering Starlights. Sometimes they do Collector Rare, right? Sometimes they just do secret rares and ultras. You got to figure out which one is going to be. Um, sometimes it's ultimate rares. Uh, you also have to consider the characters that are being released. Is there any notable characters that can carry the franchise on their back? So those are the things we're looking at for every set. It's not just this is the cheapest one, so it makes it the best, or this is the most expensive, so it makes it the best. There's multiple factors you got to consider, and then we break it down. Uh, Astral Radiance, again, you're paying about 120 bucks, maybe a little bit more for a booster box. Uh, and there's only one card right now that can give you that value back. And as you guys know, the pool rates for Pokemon are not the best, which doesn't make it rare. It just makes it annoying at this point because you're like, wait, you're charging me 120 bucks and I can't even pull anything that's half that value? Yikes. Might as well just go buy the singles. Yeah. And you got New Awakening. Now, New Awakening is very interesting because it is extremely meta-based. You can't just go buy the secret rares and think you're going to win. It's not how it works. you got to look for stuff that is killing the meta. (coughs) But this set... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This set is also loaded with insane characters. Right? you got a lot of Imperial Jermon. Um, you have a lot of the Vmon line, Flamedramon, Magnamon. You got a lot of that stuff going on. These are all characters that can carry the franchise because these are fan favorites. So you got Altart Rarity, you got 
you do have secret rare rarity, which is not doing well for the set, but you also have insane characters that can carry the franchise. When you look at the price of the cards, too, a lot of these cards are in that $30 to $50 range. Surprisingly enough, you can get a booster box for $60 to $70. So if you pull two alt arts or you pull a secret in alt art, you're pretty damn close to getting your value back just like that. Uh, so you're looking at a lot of playability. You're looking at a lot of characters. You're looking at a very cost-efficient price. This is attractive to people. That's they're like, dang, all right, I can do this. Where Yu-Gi-Oh, you're like, well, Yu-Gi-Oh is only 65 bucks. Yeah, but the rarity you're playing on is a Starlight. That's the difference. How many boxes you have to buy to get that Starlight? So that, that's where the value changes. And then you compare the characters. Really strong characters in New Awakening, weaker characters in Dimension Force. And I'm going to show you why here in a second. You guys are really going to like it. Number one is going to stay Dragon Ball Super Realm of the Gods. We just did a price analysis. Now, you might say, well, you also said that since everyone's opening, the prices are dropping. That's very true for every card that's not a God Rare. That's very true. But when you consider a box is 180 bucks and you can still pull the other secret rare Vegeta for 250 right now, 230, that's pretty damn good. So this is a sealed box play because I, I do have a feeling that the sealed price of this box is going to continue to go up because everyone's opening it, which is the exact opposite of a lot of other card games. Most modern card games are like, I'm going to seal it for later. You know, that's the new, that's the move, right? It's an investment, bro. Everyone's opening this because they want to get the God Rare. So this is the exact opposite to where now the sealed play actually makes sense because everyone's opening this stuff. You can do the opposite. You got the God Rare play, which makes it insanely fun. You're talking about a $2,000 card. That's not something to joke around about. Your odds to pull it, not that big. Oh, we got a little disconnection here from the from YouTube. Let me wait uh, until we're back. You guys with me? Is everyone with me? I think okay. we're back. We lost connection very, uh, very briefly. Here we go. All right. So Dragon Ball Super Realm of the Gods has a lot to go on because this, if you're talking about a set that we're going to remember, let's say that these are the last sets of every, every, every game. Which one do you think is going to be remembered? Realm of the Gods. Easy. Because that was the card with the $2,000 card in it. Every, it's just going to be remembered. You know what I mean? So let's let's dive a little bit deeper into this. I did something really cool. You guys got to let me know if you like this next bit, okay? This is something new. This is the TCG Battle Royale Poke Tower Commandment Chart, okay? So you have five-star recruits, you have four-star recruits, and you have three-star recruits, okay? Let me move myself so you can actually see what's going on. Oh, my background. There we go. All right. I'm on the other side now. So... What this is, if you guys don't know what the Poke Tower Commandments are, that's our little quick, it's our quick guide on how to identify if a card's going to be worth it, right? Quote, unquote, worth it. Everything's worth it if you're having fun, by the way. But Poke Tower Commandments, character. You got to have a good character if you're going to have a, a good card, right? Rarity. You can't just have a good character and then have them in a common. It's probably not going to work out. Got to be a good rarity. Um. Character, rarity, artwork, right? If, if, if your character looks derpy, it's probably not going to be too memorable. You're going to want an artwork that is legendary, epic. The set, 
right? This set. If there's a lot of bad news about the set that the card is in, even if it's a great card, it could flop because there's bad connotations associated with the set. And then the last thing we like to talk about is no story, no glory. Your character has to have some depth to it, whether it's like a legendary story of, well, this was the best card in the meta for years and it wrecked everyone and it got banned because it was so good. Or yeah, this is the main character of the anime and his story is epic, right? Look at Goku. That's story. That's their story there. He has lots of glory. Um, you could make a different, you know, a thousand different stories about Goku. Um, so you, the Poke Tower commandments is not, it's not to hit every, you know, line item and be like, look, this, I got a grail. It's an, it's just a, a figure of analysis. You, you should run these things by your checklist to see if your card checks out. And if, if more things are checked off than others, you're probably going to have a pretty good card on your hand, right? So here we go. We're just going to run through our three-star recruits. The first one here is going to be the best Starlight Rare that you can pull from uh, Dimension Force. Now, it's a $285 card. It's called Ghost Bell, the Haunted Mansion, something like that. The Starlight Rare. This is the chase. Best card you can get. Um, it's a three-star because, again, think about the price of the box. 65 bucks. A Starlight is a one-in-two-case hit, right? On yep. Best odds, one-in-two-cases. Yep. There's like there's like five different Starlights. So you got a, you have like a 20% chance that you're going to get the Starlight you want after you open two cases. High risk, low reward, right? This isn't a very memorable character. And let's let's make a case for it. Well, maybe it's meta. It's not groundbreaking meta, right? We're not talking about a Jinzo. We're not talking about a Cyberstein, you know, that's just broken. It's just a card is absolutely broken. Like it's this card has been printed before. This is just a starlight rarity. So it's not like the other versions of this card are killing it. Three star. And the only thing it has going for it is the rarity and the value. That's it. Everything else doesn't check off. Agreed. You got Origin Form Dialga. This is a $60 to $70 card on TCG Player. Just last week, this was the chase card for Astral Radiance. Just last week. It dropped. It went from $130 down to $70 in one week. Just... So again, run your run yourself through this character Dialga. Uh, that's he's mid, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Artwork, you could say, okay, yeah, that's good artwork. It's alt art, you know, right? That's good artwork. We'll give it that. We'll give it five stars there. Um, rarity, it's an alt art. Okay, we'll give it five stars there. Uh, let's look at the set. Astral Radiance, looking like a dud. It gets no stars there. You know what I mean? And then look at the the backside of this. No story, no glory. Who the hell is Origin Form Dialga? No one knows. This is a new thing that Pokemon made up, right? Mm-hmm. The Origin Form of Dialga is the original form of Dialga, which we all grew up with on Diamond and Pearl. What are you talking about this new form that you just created? You know, there's no, there's no story to that. There's no glory behind it. Even if there is a story, there's no glory. What do you remember about it? Nothing, because it's new, right? So he's a three-star guy. Origin Form Palkia. Same thing. Went from like a hundred something dollars down to sixty. Not the best card you can pull. Again, run yourself through the commandments there. There's not much going on for it. Uh, I cannot read his name. I want to say it's Ryudamon or something like that. <laughs> I don't even know his name. 
Anyways, this is this is the one of the top hits you can get from New Awakening. It's an alt art from Digimon. So you're like, well, you put Digimon at like number two. This is just one of a few things, right? So character, artwork, rarity, story, no glory, all that stuff has to play into effect. Um, really, it's just a three star because you're going to see other characters here that that outpace him. And again, this is not all. If you take a meta based approach, like, well, I'm going off the meta. It's the best card you can get in the set. You could definitely label this as a five-star card, but remember, it's got to hit all the dockets, every single one. You got Chimeramon, Altart. Again, another great card. He's going he's gonna to get you, you know, 40, 50 bucks if you pull him, which is more than half the price of your box. That's very attractive to people. But um, could Chimeramon carry the franchise on his back if he was the last Digimon left in the world? Probably not. Four stars. Check this out. You got a Machamp V alternate art. Machamp V alt art. This card went from $60 to $140 over a week. So it went the other way. He's like $140, $150 bucks on TCG player. So now let's run the analysis. Character, Machamp. Okay, he's he's about a four star, right? Because there's a lot of Machamp fans out there. Um, artwork. This is, this is a cool artwork for him, right? They're using the alt art stuff. Rarity. Alternate art, that means he's hard to pull. Okay, that checks off. Um, set, Astral Radiance, not good. Okay, and no story, no glory. Now, Machamp V, Machamp is one of the oldest characters in Pokemon, and he was the first starter deck, you know, Pokemon you could get. But other than that, you know, besides being a, a household name, what else is left of him? You know what I mean? He's not Charizard. He's not Pikachu. He's not Blastoise. So he's a four-star for that. Next, you have Imperial Dramon Fighter Mode Altart. Again, if you same thing for Digimon here. Character, artwork, rarity, set, no story, no glory. The reason he moves into that four-star category is because he's got some story to him, and he's got a huge fan base, and Imperial Dramon could be the face of Digimon if he wanted to. It's not far-fetched, right? There's a, huge, there's a generation that would put this guy over War Greymon and Omnimon. Not impossible. Flamedramon, same story. Vmon line, big hit character, very popular. Um, the card is worth around 35 to 40 bucks. It's got everything you need. The only thing that you could say is, you know, he's just not, he's not superstar power. He's just kind of like, he's that four star, right? He's, he's, he's good, he's just not the best. How about Magnamon? This is uh, one of the top cards. I think this is number two or number three card you can get in the set. He's, you know, he'll fetch you 40, 45 bucks. And uh, again, another fan favorite. Maybe not superstar power fan favorite, but he's up there. I bet you he falls like in the top 10 Digimon list for most people. And then you got Dragon Ball Super. You have um, Ultra Instinct Goku versus Jiren here. Now it's an SPR. And you're like, wait a minute. We just saw the the uh, realm of the gods price is tank. He's like $8, right? But again, follow the commandments character, Goku and Jiren. Yeah. Artwork. This is nuts. This is a scene from, you know, tournament of power, Goku versus Jiren, ultra instinct, uh, rarity. It's an SPR. Now, the only reason this doesn't really work is because everyone has opened realm of the gods. So there's going to be more SPRs than, than, than normal, but still, you're only going to get one or two a box. 
And then at that, are you going to get that specific one? He's still pretty rare. You got to play the official rarity game there. Uh, then you got to go from the set, Realm of the Gods. That's a that's a home run. And then no story, no glory. You can literally tell a story with this card alone. So that's why this SPR, although not very expensive, rates the four-star rating. Give it a shot, right? Give it a shot. You talk about prospect, this might be one of the better cards to get and just sit on it. Just wait. Moving on. Five-star stuff. Imperial Jamon Paladin Mode Secret Rare Alternate Art. Now, you talk about someone that can carry the Digimon franchise, it might be Imperial Jamon Paladin Mode. Uh, this alternate art is one of the better secret rares you can get in the set. Probably the best one you can get in terms of value. Um, you got character, artwork, rarity in a good set. I would I would say New Awakening is like a four-star set, right? It's not an, a home run, but uh, it's, a four, it's a solid set. And then No Story, No Glory, Imperial Drone Paladin Mode has a lot of lore, a lot of fan base behind him. People are diehards for this guy. That's why he lands in the five-star range. Black War Greymon Altart, same thing. That's tight. People are nutty for Black War Greymon. So character, artwork, rarity, set, no story, no glory. He hits all the dockets there. Vegeta, secret rare. I like that one. Okay. Again, if Goku were to die tomorrow, the franchise would fall on Vegeta. And he could carry it. He could carry it well. You're going to remember this card because of how epic this set was. Not to mention, that's amazing artwork. Character, artwork, rarity, set, no story, no glory. Vegeta does it all day. And then you have the God Rare. Same thing. That's why That's why the entire, the entire TCG Battle Royale list is built the way it is. You got Yu-Gi-Oh! at the bottom. You have Pokemon at number three. You got Digimon at number uh, two. And you have Dragon Ball at number one. Because when you, when you analyze it like this and you pick out specific cards and characters, you can see why people are partitioning their money towards certain sets. It's not that hard to see, right? So there you guys go. That is the entire TCG Battle Royale of the week. Um, we can do lots of stuff with these, uh, these tier lists like this. So if you guys like it, let us know, and uh, we'll do more. You like that? Is that cool? Yeah, that's tight. Like Pretty it. crazy, huh? It's yep. nuts. All right. That was a lot of no, information I, this, there. This is a, um, what's it called? This is going to be a, against popular opinion or whatever. But uh, I like the SPR or the SCR, Unbridled Power, more than the God Rare. That's, well, that's why he's a five star guy. I think people people forget how cool that card is. Because like, when, when, I, when, I when I think of Vegeta, I think of Blue because he went like true Super Saiyan Blue, you know? Yeah. In the in the tournament of power, yeah. So like this card right here makes it makes his like true blue form stand out more, I guess. For sure, no, it's it's a great card. Um, and if it if it peaks and below that two hundred, me being a fan, yeah. yeah. If it peaks below that two hundred dollar price point, I'm all over it. Um, because you you got to let the flames cool. You got to let it cool down a little bit before you go all in. But it's still a great sure. card. It's still something I look at. You know. Um, yeah, I'm all for it. There you guys go. That's it for the TCG Battle Royale this week. Not only that, that's it for episode 86. Thank you guys for watching. Wrapping it up. Please like, share, subscribe. Um, share this podcast with your friends. We need more new listeners so we can continue to grow. 
episode yes. 87 next week. You got anything special for these guys? Black Gautamon says, Black Gautamon says, tell your friends their great review. Subscribe to the YouTube. Leave comments down below. Um, all of that stuff helps the algorithm. Uh, we are just a small collecting podcast trying to reach thousands of collectors out there that need help, that just need some extra collecting friends, that just need some insight into how to do this thing if they are struggling. So please do us a solid and help us reach those people because that's all we're trying to do. We're not trying to rip people of, of their, their packs or their prestige or their reputation or their money. We're just here to spread the collecting love and cheer. So uh, help us get to that spot where we can have a massive, massive audience and we can have more people giving more input so this this podcast here can get better and better. Because the best it started out with just me and Denny's, uh, what's it called? Like uh, opinions on what we think we should do, uh, what we think our listeners like, you know, new ideas. And then we slowly started to develop, you know, people who were interested and they would message us or send us emails, hey, you guys should do this, try this, you know, we'd always ask for recommendations. So this podcast has always been a steady changing platform for all the listeners, like not even for us. Yeah, we cover things we like, but for the listeners, it's all tuned for you guys all the way down to the to the commandment chart, the Poke Tower commandment chart to keeping the Poke Tower top five because our Discord members say that they want it and they don't want to see it gone um, all the way from like adding in Dragon Ball, talking about Funko Pops, whatever it is, we've reached to every avenue. Um, to make sure we get the information out to you guys as much as you guys want and whatever you guys want. So, again, just share the uh, podcast if you guys are hearing this for the first time or if you guys have been listening for a while and you guys still haven't shared, do so. Do so because it really does help out. You guys may think, like, oh, my one share is not going to do anything. One good does person a lot. Will, bring does in, a lot. will bring in another good person. And does those a lot. good people make good people in our community. And that's what we want. Yes. We don't want 10,000 listeners of no, no quality. We want 5,000 listeners of the best quality, giving each other the best knowledge, the best information, the best collecting advice out there. So help us do that. There you guys go. little motivational speech from Devin. 17,000 streams on the way. That's what we're trying to break next. Uh, so there you guys go. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys soon. All right. Peace.